Welcome to Thanks It's the Trauma. I'm Dr. Alyssa, and this is a podcast with my friends, Nikki and Heidi. We're connected by a unique and unusual experience, and we talk about it and other traumas with honesty, booze, and cuss words. Season two, episode seven, catching up and the TikTok debacle. So Nikki, what are we talking about tonight? I guess everything that has happened since episode one, because things change fast around here. (laughs) (laughs) They do. I can't even keep up Within a couple of days, it changes real fast. I mean... Yeah, you don't like it. Just wait a few days. Just wait. (laughs) Just wait a minute. (laughs) Basically, we have all new information for our audience regarding our lives. Yes, we do. It's like the news, you know, like you could just sit here and watch the reel of <laughs> like Alyssa, Nikki and Heidi's life. Of like Instagram. Right. <laughs> oh, wait, there's been a breakup. Right. Wake <laughs> up. Wait, what happened today? Someone else now. No. <laughs> there was a swipe. Oh, <laughs> Got swoped on. Got swoped. <sighs> yep. God. The only thing that I still have bravery enough to do is like text old boyfriends. <laughs> you know that I thought it was so funny on Instagram. And, you know, Nikki is the one who combines those. But the question about what three apps would you keep on your phone <laughs> and all yours were dating ones. and You're not even dating. <laughs> <laughs> have you opened an app in the last you know, 50 days. Nope. And I'll tell you what, Hinge and Bumble are super aggressive with their notifications. It's like, it's been 79 days since you've opened our app. You know, it's been 112. And then it's like, missed all your matches. It's like, we really think that you'd be a great match with Doug. He's waiting for you. You should log in. And I get the notifications and I'm like, nah, Doug can wait. And then it's like, there are 75 people in line to meet you today. And I'm like, oh, yeah, nope, still not going to open it. (laughs) She's got it locked down tight. But when I'm ready, I will, I will. All right, Alyssa, why don't you catch us up on um, what's going on in your life these days? Well, the person I was dating, I'm not dating anymore. So that happened. And then wait, can can we give more yeah. details on that? <laughs> what do you- I think we remember the way that we identified this person was I was like, did you see this person on Thursday the night Thursday guy. or Saturday? Yeah. Night? Uh, yeah. I mean, it ended up being like a really dramatic ending for sure. Like more um, dramatic than my husband's trance. Hmm. That is a good question. It involved more people than a breakup should. So you had to deal with an an ex-wife. Yes. And some like, and she knew about you. Why does an ex-wife care? That's what I, I struggle to understand because I'm an ex-wife-ish. I don't care. Right. There would be no iCloud stalking. No, I mean, you know, Jamie is dating and it's not that I don't care because certainly that was, hard at first when she started dating someone else and just it's another just level of like moving on and things like that but I definitely would not have ever stalked anybody in any way it's very strange yeah it got even more dramatic after it's just was crazy it's just 
Because you needed something else in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Some other shit going down. This has been like, this year has been even maybe a bigger year than the previous year. Because Jamie has a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and they, did they move in together? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They live together now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they live together. So that means Mm -hmm. there's some, another woman helping parent your child. You moved offices. Yeah. Lots of dating. So many first dates. And then did this feel like a broken heart? Maybe not that intense. I think the hardest part about this was the way that he ended things was so intense and dramatic like that. I feel like was the hardest part of not necessarily like, oh, I needed to be with him forever or I'm in love with him or anything like that. I don't think there was enough time to get to that level. But, you know, it was disappointing, certainly. So what are you doing for Christmas? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I was like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to make this lighter. How do you segue from that to something else? Yeah. Oh, so besides that, loser, I'm sorry. Have you been on any other dates? What else is going on in your life? Like love life or just life in general? Not since, not since that ended. No, no. It's also like really COVID is really bad right here, right here, right now in Tennessee. It's super bad. So it just seems like not a good idea to go on a whole bunch of dates right now. But not much else has changed in my life. I don't think. I guess we should tell the listeners it is the holiday season in 2020 (laughs) and COVID is really bad. (laughs) Tennessee is the worst place in the world for COVID right now. Yeah. In the whole I don't world. know if that's per capita or what, but it's globally. So I should be thankful you didn't come this weekend to visit me <laughs> in Charlotte. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah, so listeners, Alyssa and Nikki were supposed to get on a plane and come visit me in Charlotte and have a girls weekend. And then COVID exploded. Fuck you, COVID. It'll happen. It'll just be a little delayed. Maybe we could visit each other soon. Who knows? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, for sure. I wish we talked about our kids more on this show because I wanted to ask you all these questions about your little one. But is that off limits? I guess it just depends. I don't have little ones. Right. (laughs) Medium. Large men that eat a lot of food. They will always and rarely see me. Little babies. No, well, Alyssa, just catch me up on parenting. Like, how is it parenting an almost four-year-old? Most of the time it's fun. I mean, he's a busy kid and he is he calls Nikki almost every day. They take their vitamins together. We take all our vitamins together. He takes his poop gummy. Yes. And I take my my handfuls of adrenal support. And perimenopausal supplements. <laughs> oh, yeah, and thyroid. <laughs> yeah, every time he'll look at the the magnesium gummies and he'll be like, can I call Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> and can I have a poop gummy? <laughs> His one to my 50. Yes. <laughs> the goddamn adrenal support. Hey, I did drink, and Nikki, I did drink that ashwagandha tea or whatever Mm -hmm. that Danny Williamson told me to drink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
they, they come in capsules yeah, too. I was gonna well, say, in pill form. The tea <laughs> tastes like earth. But. That's literally what it tastes like. <laughs> earth. Like I'm sitting in my office and I'm like, what smells like dirt? And then I'm like, oh, my breath does. <laughs> Steve. Uh, okay. So anyway. you had it one time and then. No, and then I did it three times. And then I'm okay. like, well, I don't know. Do the poop gummies work? <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> This is what she wants to know. <laughs> I mean, it's just magnesium. So if it were because of magnesium, they would work well, but he's. He needs more fiber and things too. So he also does have a fiber supplement, but it just goes in his drink. So oh, he doesn't okay. really know he should be calling <laughs> Nikki in order to <laughs> take that one. Oh, it makes me want to sing to. that national okay. country He's my song. Most consistent boy call is the four year old. <laughs> the four year old. That's my most consistent phone call. When he calls you next time, will you say, I've got. What's how's that song go by Garth Brooks? Cause I've got friends in low, <laughs> in low places. places. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. He'll be taller than me any minute. So <laughs> <laughs> it's almost his birthday. He's gonna be taller than me. <laughs> I know. Can you text me afterwards what his birthday is so that I don't miss sending something mm-hmm. for that? I have a little uh little, you know, those little ring things you can make. We've got those countdown to his birthday. Oh, okay. But I've got it. I need to take a couple off. So yeah. we're getting close. Yeah, his his birthday's two days before Christmas. I went into labor driving around the like sight and sounds of like Christmas, like the Christmas lights and Christmas music, like connected to it, like driving through that. There was something about all that stimulation of all the music and the lights that made me go into labor. At least you didn't have a seizure. That could be something. That's another side effect. (laughs) That's not what happened. (laughs) Another side effect, though, of it. Well, since I do host the birth story podcast also, maybe one of these episodes I can talk to you guys about your birth stories. Oh, God. Those are doozies. So is mine. Melissa's is a doozy. True. I did tell it at a at a party one day. <laughs> How many listeners did you have? The, the room got house. real quiet. Him and the other guys walked away and I scared some some poor sweet girl out of ever, ever having a child. <laughs> she was like scheduled cesarean for me. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Heidi, what's going on in your life? What's changed? My <laughs> life moves a million miles a minute. Well, I would probably say that the biggest thing going on right now is that I'm recording in my closet and it's a new closet and it I feel legit because I had to pay a zillion dollars to get an electrical outlet and ethernet put in my closet so I could set up a place to record with you guys. At this new house, oh man, this is going to be a ball drop for our listeners. So we went to the beach a couple of months ago, and that's where I got to see my ex-husband, aka ex-spouse, aka ex-wife, in a bikini for the first time. That was a weird trip. We kind of bonded on that trip as like friends, and after like two years, I feel like there was like a turning point. And we were like, maybe we should buy like a compound together. 
because <laughs> this vacation went so well. And it was sort of like a joke. And that um, sounds so like you off of one good experience to be like, and now let's do this forever. This, this right. like, sure, why not? <laughs> Is that like Enneagram seven of me? I'm like, so yeah. So we like kind of joked. And then I did, I have an executive coach and I did a coaching call where we had to do a vision of like, what does your best life look like? Like if it was five years from now and you were living your best life, that could be an episode for us guys. Like what would it be in it? And this concept of like having this compound and kind of like living close by-ish kind of came up again. So anyway, next thing you know, I call a realtor. Next thing you know, she's like, I found the compound. Next thing you know, we bought it. Fast. I mean, geez, (laughs) it was like literally like we were at the beach the last week of September and by Halloween, we were under contract. And by December 7th, we lived in the house. So this house is a property that has two houses on it. And so there is a house and then there's a guest house. And so Kaylee lives in the guest house. And then I live in the main house. And so instead of like the boys going back and forth and back and forth from like across town, it's like across the yard. So it makes life easy. So How's that going so far? I mean, I feel like this is a dream come true. And then I have to step back and be like, wait, um, no, being divorced and having the love of your life become transgender is not a dream come true. (laughs) But like... Given like what was left of my life after, you know, it all crumbled into ashes, this is like, feels really good. So I'm glad it feels good. I do feel like your dates are going to include some very interesting conversations of, (laughs) hi, I'm Heidi. Um, My ex is now a transgender woman. Also, she lives right there. Right. So I already have this strategically planned out because there's a front entrance (laughs) that doesn't show the guest house out back. And then there's the back entrance. So you could park in the driveway and like the back entrance and you would see both houses. But if you park on the street and you come in through the front door, you would never know that there's a guest house out there. I would be like, oh, my my kids are spending the night at their other parents' house. And then they would think, (laughs) you know, and here's the best part. The master has a balcony overlooking the skyline of Charlotte. It's like incredible. So that's on the front of the house. So it's like super romantic. Like you can sit, we could like off my master bedroom, I could like have a date and like sit and look at the skyline and blah, 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 do whatever. And you better get one of those 75 men that are lined up. <laughs> what did doing? I what did I call them earlier? Doug, Jacob, whatever their names are. <laughs> but you would never see the back of the house. Like, do you know what I mean? So like I would still have like a ton of like romantic privacy based on like the location of the front of the house and where my bedroom and balcony are. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You get to hold some of those conversations off for later. Well, I mean, I think we've addressed in earlier episodes too. Like I'm not really, I'm not really trying to find like a partner. Right. So just like a romantic balcony date Mm -hmm. is fine. It off the master bed room Mm -hmm. (laughs) is good. 
So anyway, so that's like the main thing. And then they, they canceled school because of dumb COVID. So like the rest of the world, I'm trying to figure out how to run five companies, work, be a stay at home mom and do homeschool full time to two kindergartners. So that's amazing. And I don't know what else is going on. Work is really, really busy. It's like everyone got pregnant during COVID. Well, there's nothing else to do. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. So that's about about all that's going on over here. Not you. (laughs) Not making any more babies. Nikki, put the drinks down. I'm just kidding. I don't have any. I'm not allowed to drink anymore. I know. Put the ashwagandha tea down <laughs> and really the holy basil <laughs> adrenal <laughs> support like, well, pills. Nikki gave in. She realized she did have a problem and she's not allowed to drink anymore. <laughs> I'm on the oh wagon. At least she's laughing still. There's the new thing. I'm on the wagon. No, but really, how is life going in quarantine with your um, big <laughs> kids? And like kind of what's going on in your life? Well, as stated in the first episode, I was dating someone and I said he could not like me in two days. And literally in like two days, he just didn't like me anymore. (laughs) That was really ironic, wasn't it? (laughs) And I was so certain when you said that, I was like, Nikki, that is not going to happen. I think I am psychic. I don't know, but. But it no, did happens. happen and it like happened out of the blue. And it we really both did. got broken up with within a week. It, yeah. <laughs> right. At least you know why. Like I don't still particularly know why, but I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. But both <laughs> of you guys, these stories like that week was very affirming for me that I was like, hell <laughs> no, I am not opening those apps. It is not happening. But and, well, I feel like for how dramatic my the ending of my mm-hmm. situation was, yours was the opposite. It was so like fade away into the distance, anticlimactic kind yeah. of thing. I think we got but a text. I learned some good things about me and myself and boundaries and trusting my gut, knowing the difference between anxiety and intuition. So that was good. I mean, I learned some things. I also learned I have autoimmune hyperthyroidism, which is why I'm on the wagon, (laughs) and a million supplements, and a gluten-free, dairy-free diet, and... Do you feel better? I don't know if I feel better. I'm sleeping better, but that could be a million things. That could be because there's no boys in my life. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I am sleeping better. I have... A lovely stack of medical bills from all of that, from a lot of labs and ultrasounds. And so that's fun. Finished my first semester of college, which proved to be exciting, challenging. I loved it. I love it. I love doing it. But it is, it's stressful, but I don't get anxious about it. I just get like time management stressed. (laughs) Which I did manage my time okay. Mm -hmm. I always had enough time, but it, you know, I think I work better under pressure. Can you tell everybody what your final grades were? My first class, I got a 90 
five in, which was, it was like basic psychology, you know, your basic college psychology, you know, psych class just to get you back in the habit, I guess. I don't know. And then my second class was child neglect and abuse and trauma care. And I struggled hard. I felt like I struggled hard with that. Like I thought I was answering the questions and then he'd pose more challenging questions. And I think he was just posing more challenging questions. I don't think he was telling me I was wrong. He was just making me dig deeper, which made me angry, but (laughs) which made me be like, what do you want from me? (laughs) My professor was awesome. On one of my papers I wrote, he called me and we talked about what direction I should go. And, you know, like he took the time to just sit on the phone with me one-on-one and talk. And so that was cool. And my final paper, which was 13 pages long, I got a 94. Did I get 94? I got 94. And for the class, I got 93. Good job. We're so proud of you. You can still get a graduate degree with a B. And I'm like, no, no, I can't. (laughs) B's get degrees. This is how it got through. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm paying a lot of money. I'm getting A's. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody ever going to ask you what grade did you get or what was your I think it's me. I thought it was C's get degrees. Not in grad school. You have to have an A or B. I mean, you can, you can get like, you can get a couple, I think, throughout a whole program, but you can't get, you can't just get C's in a grad program. Okay. I'm quite certain I, think I had a few says of them. You must maintain a B average right in now. the master's program, right? Which I don't want to think about. I'm just going to get the A. <laughs> I love it. So, how are the boys doing? The boys is in your kids. The 19 year old now has abs. He's been working out continuously and he discovered that his abs are in. So okay. <laughs> he made sure to tell me <laughs> that his abs were prominent. <laughs> Watch out, Nashville. Yeah. He will be 19 three days after Alyssa's child's birthday. What are we talking like, Zach Efron abs? I mean, they're not Zach Efron abs yet. He's a little pasty. Needs a tan. <laughs> so he's borderline he's like... walking in the door right now. So ooh, noise. show it. I'm just kidding. That's so inappropriate. Weird. Don't. Don't. So I know. I totally. Hey, you know don't ask your kid to that was, that was totally a joke. Please don't. See you later. No, he's not. He's okay. getting <laughs> And the 16-year-old passed all his classes. It was touch and go for a little bit there. I was like, dude. You can't be getting a 36 in algebra. Could you please fix this? So. Well, no, no, that's not it. Mm-mm. What? You like only enlightened us on the fact that you were no longer dating said someone in season <laughs> one. But. Hmm. I'm not dating anybody. Or I'm sorry, in episode one. But in season one. Somebody came back for some more. (laughs) Someone and I stopped seeing each other in the summer and someone and I sometimes (laughs) see each other now. (laughs) Get it. Not a thing. (laughs) It's just a thing. It's not a thing. Not a serious thing. Not a thing with a big T. It's a thing with a little T. Ooh, that's a... I didn't know that that could translate to other... But that makes sense. It's nothing. Well, you know, they all circle back at some point, right? Like they all. Not all of them. 
Not all. I don't know. There have been days where I'm just sitting there and every dude that I have gone on a date with all of a sudden texts me. I'm like, what do you all want? Did Silver Fox ever come back around? He, no, he's no, like no. one of the only ones that didn't today. That one in the Anchorman never came back. Wow. <laughs> they all have nicknames. Yep. I love it. I like, um, I'm not on these dating apps, you know, really kind of, but not, I just don't, you know, open them. I mean, technically I guess I'm on there, but I do go through my old photo albums and I think like, hmm, I wonder what he's doing now. And then I go to the next photo album and guess what? None of them have ever come back again. <laughs> They're just yeah. out there married. Yeah, they, they definitely don't all come back with kids. No, they don't all. You know, but some of them definitely do. Some of them circle, still don't know what they want. They just want to circle. Yeah. Just what? Uh, like, bu- like buzzards, right? Like, uh, yeah, I'm like sweating right circle. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I'm sweating. <laughs> Who's wearing a bra? Not me. Huh? I'm I not said- wearing a bra. Mm, okay. Mm-mm. Just wondering. Got floppy boobs. <laughs> I put on like, I have like, it's like business up here. I still have my like nice clothes on here, but down here, I already put on my big fat <laughs> pants, sweatpants. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a t-shirt and sweatpants. Yeah. I love you guys. I've been wearing sweatpants in a tank top since about noon. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. Alyssa, what is the last thing that made you cry? You caught me so off guard. There. I'm sorry. Rough okay. transition. <laughs> I mean, I feel like maybe listening to a Taylor Swift song. That feels likely. Oh, did you see her new album? Oh, my God. Yes. How does she did do you it? listen to both of them? No. I mean, the oh. first one she made in quarantine. Yes. Right. And, and then, then her, her newest one. You haven't yeah. heard that one yet? No, I ha- Oh, yeah. That's what, oh, you that's what you mean that's by that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I just so don't good. understand how she keeps doing it. Right? I over know. Over and over. Yeah. Her song, The One... Mm. on folklore mm-hmm. but, you know I mean it's certainly the way that it's written it makes you think about like you know that that line if one thing had been mm-hmm. different would everything be different? different you know I've thought about like guys that I've dated this year and you know and it's like gosh yeah maybe maybe but then like one day I thought of Jamie and it was like oh that was like a that was a, man, that was a dagger to the heart. Just like if one thing had been, been different, would everything be different? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And that is, wow, that one hurts a little bit. I didn't mm-hmm. expect your answer to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect my answer to be? I don't know, something like, I was thinking like if I was in your shoes, what would make me really think sad? About what, can, what would make no? Me I was cry thinking, if I was Alyssa. And do you want to know what my answer was? Is I was thinking it would have been a dream come true to have been married to a chiropractor. It was. I was thinking, gosh, I can't get my back and my neck cracked every okay, day well, whenever I want was, it. I was going to say that made me cry. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking like maybe a parenting moment or something. Oh, like okay. a single mom parenting moment. I'm projecting now my life onto you, but I don't know. <laughs> Just not Taylor Swift. I don't know. Yeah. Or like the, ho- I mean, it's the holidays. I don't know. Second one being alone and family shit. Like, I don't know. Maybe does that make you cry? Family stuff. You know, I have my moments of, you know, just being sad and disappointed that it is the way that it is. 
but I'm also really grateful for the people who are left in my life, you know, and that show up. And I mean, it's definitely possible that as the holidays come, there's going to, you know, there could be some sad or lonely moments, but I'm trying to like plan around that and, you know, make good, healthy choices for myself. Yeah. Good for you. What are you going to do on say Christmas day? I will be at Jamie's house. Okay. And I'll be doing Christmas together with the kids. Okay. With mm-hmm. the girlfriend? Mm-hmm. I mean, she lives there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a weird modern family, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. which you're doing it too in a different way, you know, maybe even weirder. <laughs> yeah, it is totally weird. My <laughs> sister-in-law, ew, she was like, you and this is you and your modern family. That was the term that she used. And it made yeah. me, I was like, ugh. But it kind of is for all of us, really. Nikki. <laughs> is she know. talking to us? <laughs> Nikki, your lips are moving, but your mic is muted. She's talking to one of her kids. Oh, okay. I thought she was like chiming in. And I was like, no. didn't get that. You're yeah. on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> mute. It's like a bad Zoom meeting. There's a child in here and being noisy. Do you hear? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, now that you know almost everything about us, let's hang out on social. On Insta, you can find us on Thanks It's the Trauma podcast everywhere else, including our website, just thanks. It's the trauma. And if you have any questions or want to email us, we would love to get back to you. Thanks. It's the trauma podcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, Heidi, what was the last thing that made you cry? (laughs) Oh, this one, this is pretty easy. When we went to move, It was just super weird. I went over to Kaylee's apartment and I was helping her pack. And it was like things I hadn't seen in like a year or two because we don't live together. And so it was just like memory after memory. And I'm like putting like, you know, things that we got from our wedding and like different things. And like I threw all that shit away. Like, I mean, my house was like, 24 hours after she left, there wasn't a photo of her on the him. You threw the it wall. all like away, away, like within 24 hours. Yes, or you just I mean, like I put have, it all away. No, I threw it all away. The, wow. Yeah, I know. I have some regret. I think that's your seven. And I know, so, like, <sighs> let's just avoid know. it. Yeah, it was really. I, and mine is take it down, but I'll shove it in a box and then like lock it in a combination. I'll forget. No, and I re- I deeply regret it. I threw away like our wedding glasses. I mean, everything he, um, he had made me this memory box and I shattered that shit. And th- anyway, whatever. It was a little destructive. So anyway, she has, you know, preserved a lot of these memories and things and still has like photos up of like, like that looks like Justin, you know? And so that was, anyway, I fucking lost it. I mean, I just like started, it was like nine o'clock in the morning and I just lost it. And then she lost it. And then I was crying so hard that I said things that like you shouldn't say, which was like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just the feelings came up. Like, you know, I just can't believe this is our life. And I just miss 
And I said, I miss Justin. And, and then I said, I just wish I was a lesbian because it would just be so easy. Like if I could just be, and then I said, if I could just be like attracted to you because I love you so much. And then the response was, well, I'm sorry. I'm so unattractive to you. Yeah. And I was like, Ouch. oh, well, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean like you're unattractive to me. I meant like I'm not attracted to women. Yeah, but imagine somebody saying that to you. I know. <laughs> so, anyway, oh whatever. It just ended up with us both bawling our faces off at like nine o'clock in the morning, like in front of our kids. And, and then it was weird because then we're like snuggling on the couch, like crying into <laughs> each other and then like crying about how we can't be together. You know, it's just it's fucking weird. It's just weird. It's like, I just wish, I wish there was like something we could compare it to. There's just like nothing, you know what I mean? Like there's just no comparison of the weirdness. So anyway, that was my last good cry. Yeah. It's a very unique, (laughs) unique situation. And something that we could probably also talk about is the TikTok debacle. The great (laughs) TikTok debacle. Because the reason that that I think of that is... Because, you know, as you're talking about it, I understand you because I have been through this. Nikki understands you because she has been through this. I do think there are some people who don't understand and just think like you just love the person and that should be it. Let's talk about the TikTok debacle. Mm -hmm. We dipped our toes into TikTok. We opened an account. (laughs) Alyssa's creative, brilliant (laughs) genius got us like what a hundred thousand views in 10 minutes it was crazy i don't know how many but it it went crazy it went viral quick and essentially it was well Alyssa, you say what it was it was your creativity the video Mm -hmm. yeah so it was facts which is now what baffles me is that it was a video and i pop up first and i said something like i found out that my or my husband turned out to be a transgender woman, something like that, right? And then it said... Oh, yeah, it said, I'm a cisgender... Oh, I'm a cisgender straight woman, and my husband turned out to be a transgender woman. And then it goes to Nikki and says, mine too. And it goes to you and says, mine too, right? Or something like that. Yeah. And then says, you know, check us out. Thanks, it's a trauma podcast. <laughs> Okay, but here, and, and the, the funny thing about it, and I just thought this was fucking hilarious, is there's a song going on in the background, and it is, Are You Fucking Kidding Me? I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I thought it was really funny, too. I thought it was so funny, because it's just, I mean, the message is, something crazy happened in our lives, in our marriages. Can you believe that? Right. Thinks it's a trauma podcast. To me... It had not even crossed my mind that there could possibly be something offensive about this. Because again, simply facts and a funny fucking song. Right. The comical part of this were all of the people that were so upset with us that we were, and I quote, making money (laughs) off of our situation. (laughs) 
Those are my favorite. How much money are we making off of this? Dude, I'm in the hole. I owe everyone here money. Let's see. What are you talking about? Just today was negative $200 for episodes five and six, negative $300 for the Ethernet port, and negative $200 for the Ethernet port, and negative $300 for the electrical outlet. So negative thousands to make a podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And it ain't this. I was thinking when the the comments came in, like so many comments about like money and profit. And we're like, who's paying us? Our trauma. No, not ours. Our our spouse's trauma. trauma. And so that was the interesting thing about it was people wanted to assume interestingly enough, that we were not affirming and that we were centering ourselves with somebody else's coming out, which I can't understand that that would be offensive. Certainly. If I was in a room after my you know, spouse came out and I, you know, and, and maybe she was if, like, this hadn't happened, but let's say we were in a group of people pre-COVID and she we're in a group in a room and she's saying I'm coming out and I and she was very emotional and she was talking about how hard this was for her. If I stood in front of her and said, This is way harder for me, yes, that would be fucking rude. Yeah, that would be terribly offensive. That would be horrible. And I'm thinking that that's the way all these people took this video, which is like not what and, is happening uh, at all. Our podcast tells none of their story. It tells only our experience. But they all those people likely never listen to our podcast before yes. commenting as well. So there's that. And just a reminder, all of our Close spouses <laughs> know that we have this podcast, have listened to it. I mean, from what I believe, you yes. know, at least with Kaylee, totally encourage it. Like Kaylee's got the kids right now because I'm like, I have to record with Alyssa and Nikki. And she's yeah. like, yes, do it, you know, because she knows how therapeutic it is, you know? So anyway, this was ridiculous because Nikki and Alyssa are texting and are like, who's going to monitor the comments? And then it was like, shit, we can't monitor the comments. They're coming in too fast. They're coming in too fast. And then the great shutdown. Alyssa's like, I guess we should just delete the TikTok account because it was like so viral so fast. And I will say the majority of the comments were like surprise and, you know, like, well, I do think it snowballed with certain people. And we did get duetted on TikTok, which is like the split screen, right? Where like our video was playing on one side and on the other side, the other person created a video that happened a few times. And one of them had 16,000 likes. And it was got something like you're, you're centering you uh, with my coming out. Like, you know, and it's just like, you, you also like. go listen to the podcast. Right. <laughs> That's what Nikki was said every time. Go listen but to the podcast. You know I what it's like. Listen. Have from you listened? A, <laughs> right. If someone could look at a video like that, when we're saying we're spouses and we have children, right? Like there's no way that someone's experience doesn't have a profound impact on a spouse or children. And right. that's not exploiting anything. It's to say that, our spouses had a unique experience or are having a unique experience and we're not telling their story, but it certainly impacts, has impacted and will continue to impact our lives as the spouse, then transitioning to become the ex-spouse 
continuing to co-parent and have children and impact on those children. Like, yes, there are two sides, two perspectives to major life changes. Right. And there, did I say that more? Yeah, Yeah, I think, and it's not, it doesn't take anything away from our former spouses for us to talk about our experiences. Because we're not saying you sit down and be quiet. You can't tell your story. We're just saying, this is my story. This is my experience. This is my loss. This is my sadness. This is my heart, you know, broken. Maybe that needs to be the next reel is more something like what actually went down, which was, we love you and this is really sad, but we want you to we want you to leave essentially because we want you to become and we want you to be the best version of yourself. And we want you to be a great parent to our children still. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm really, really sad. And I'm really angry at whomever, Mm -hmm. the universe, whatever, that this is what happened to me. Right. And what became in my life. But like, you know, Essentially, that's that's a part of the story. I think maybe that was missing in the real was there yeah. is a story here because we all let go. Right. Right. We all let go and they let go. Right. All three yeah, of our spouses and, let go and we let go for a transition that, to happen. You know, I think for all of us in different ways, you know, there is the moment of like, you have to go be you like if if this is what you need to do like you have to I can't I can't make you not do this I can't make you not be who you are that's horrible and selfish and could end up with you ending your life in some situations and so like of course you know and so yes it is like it's not not being affirming to say your coming out had a profound effect on me because it changed our lives there's nothing not affirming about that yeah. So haters be haters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to keep on making TikTok reels. I don't yeah, know. I, I talked about this with my therapist and she was like, this is interesting timing. She was like, because I just read an article about how people going on the internet and essentially like trolling people, right? Like going, like, you know, going on the internet and spewing hate, whatever, getting mad at people like us for no reason. It's kind of the same thing in the body as self-harm is when you like hurt yourself and it feels good, you know, like the, this is the same mechanism as going on the internet and spewing all this hate and getting really ragey and mad at people. And it's like, that's really super interesting. And it, it, did, it did feel like it really had nothing to do with us. You know, like, mm-hmm. again, there was a lot of assumptions but also it was like, there's a lot of passionate anger toward us and hate when it's like, this was like less than 30 seconds of, and it wasn't me going, and I hate people and I hate my, you know, yeah. former spouse. None of that. Like you said, it was just facts. I don't know. If, any, catchy song. if anyone in the audience that likes our podcast and keeps listening to us saw the reel, I'd love for you to DM us and let us know what your thoughts were on it because yeah and then we all reacted in our classic enneagram (laughs) manner (laughs) 
<laughs> do it. <laughs> Elaborate, Nikki, on our reactions. Heidi, Heidi was like, it'll be fine. It'll go away. <laughs> I was like, fuck them. Fuck them all. <laughs> go listen to the podcast, Drop Dead. <laughs> And Alyssa was like, oh, my God, they hate us all. <laughs> this is read so this? true. <laughs> so true. So true. And I think all three of us were not understanding at all <laughs> no, the other person's reactions. Like, no, I'm like, no, what's no. wrong with Alyssa? Like, this is no big deal. Naked. Panic attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you're, and you're like, it's fine. It'll blow over. Hit them all. Fuck them all. <laughs> that is if so If you just don't true. look at it, you don't get mad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We should have Liz or make us from the Rudas Enneagram. We should have her make us a meme on this experience and how we oh reacted. God, so true. Make it go even more viral. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's a wrap. We appreciate you listening to episode seven of Thanks, It's the Trauma Podcast. And we hope you'll stick around for episode eight, where we dig into life with Cindy McMillan, who is no stranger to trauma. And she walks us through several of her unique traumas in episode eight. Thanks, It's the Trauma podcast is not a substitute for therapy or mental health advice. If you or someone you love is in crisis, please call 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. You can also text the word HOME to 741-741 to reach a trained crisis counselor. God, you're such an asshole. Thanks, It's the Trauma.